0: Hello, everybody. This is the Jaime J Podcast. Welcome to the very first episode of the Jaime J Podcast. I, of course, am Jaime J. I'm a local artist, musician, performer, radio show host in Tucson, Arizona, here to talk to you about things that make me go, ooh, what's that song? I am a Taurus which means that I am loyal, sleepy, stubborn, hungry, a really good friend and I am told I'm on the Aries cusp so apparently there's like another side of me that I haven't even tapped into so I'm not quite sure what that means. Maybe it means I'm fun or spunky or something but I will uh, refer to you listener out there to inform me about my Aries side. Now, I tend to be a bit all over the place uh, mentally in terms of my interest in things, so this podcast is going to be a definite reflection of that. Things that are on my mind constantly definitely involve music and artists that I love and appreciate and respect, so we will be talking about music a lot on this podcast, as well as... Romance, of course, and sexuality or sex anxiety, how terrible or how wonderful life is. And I just might even throw in some positive affirmations for people out there every once in a while. So keep it tuned. Now, I've kind of been sitting back and thinking about what I wanted to discuss on this inaugural episode. Inaugural is such a weird word. I don't know if I say it right, by the way. <laughs> but oh, Well, we're going to keep moving on. On this inaugural episode, <laughs> okay, I'm getting a little sidetracked already, but when I say the word inaugural, I just think of the Spanish word for butt, which is nalgas, which I probably don't even say right. Oh my gosh, what happened to me? Oh my God, my roots, my ancestors are rolling over in their grave right now because I can't say that word, nalga. I just said it maybe, I don't know. <laughs> okay, focus, focus. Okay, I got to get it, get it together. I sat back and I really thought about what I wanted to talk about in this first episode. And this song popped into my head because I had been thinking about it and listening to it on repeat over and over for the last few months, with the exception of the last couple of weeks. And it popped into my head again when I was thinking about this podcast because I just love this song and I think the artist that sings this song is considered one of the greatest of all time. So here's the drum roll. The title for this inaugural episode of the Haima J Podcast is For My Broken Heart. For My Broken Heart was the lead single to the 1991 release with the same title, For My Broken Heart, by Reba McIntyre, one of the greatest selling artists of all time, one of the greatest country artists of all time, really considered a classic standout pioneer in the world of country music, especially paving the way in the realm of music video and stage and show production and costuming, but also paving the way for a lot of other female country artists to achieve maximum amounts of success in the country commercial music industry. Now what kind of sets this album apart from all the others is it was Reba McIntyre's 18th studio release, came out October 1st, 1991, and it was really a concept album that, that dealt with loss. Reba McIntyre's touring band was tragically killed in a plane crash in early 1991. Two planes had been chartered to transport the Reba McIntyre band and tour manager after a show, and at some time around 1.45 a.m., the first plane crashed into the side of Ote Mountain, 10 miles east of the Brownfield Airport, where it left from, claiming the lives of Chris Austin, Kirk Capello, Joey Ciganero, Paul K. Evans, Jim Hammond, Terry Jackson, Anthony Saputo, and Michael Thomas, as well as the pilot Donald Holmes and co-pilot Chris Hollinger. The album for My Broken Heart would serve as a dedication to Reba McIntyre's friends and bandmates that were lost in that plane crash. The title track was the first single to be released off of the album, and it went straight to number one on the country music charts. And she did perform the track for the first time at a country music awards show, and that performance is available on YouTube, and it's very emotional. Very emotional, very cathartic, very real, very raw performance. That was probably very difficult for her to do. Um, I do have a lot of feelings myself, so it's uh, actually a, a performance that I watch often when I'm trying to deal with my own issues. Now, why, after all these years, remember this song and talk about this song and this album? I actually did buy this on cassette when I was a little kid, back way back in 1991, and I still remember the cover featured her gigantic red hair. Um, And there was pink font. Her name was in pink font. And it was the album was called For My Broken Heart. And I think she was wearing just kind of like a big collar button down shirt. I do remember being such a young kid and locking myself in my room and trying to escape the world. And oftentimes listening to sad tracks that would kind of help me compartmentalize or deal with family issues or personal feelings that I was having in my young life, and this definitely was one of those cassettes that I would turn to and sing and belt locked in my room alone so often. The song chronicles the end of a relationship, and I always felt like lyrically this song just kind of, although maybe sometimes lyrics were a little bit cheesy, it kind of hit it right on the nail in terms of the feelings that you have when a relationship does end. And I grew up with all of the like Walt Disney and romantic comedy and hopeless romantic movie garbage in my brain. And maybe it's not garbage. Maybe it's just garbage to me. I don't know. Live your life. Do what you want. But I recall being in love for the first time in high school, my senior year of high school, and feeling as if the world would not go on if I didn't have this person, my first real crush in my life. And I still remember being 18 years old and finding out that the first person I ever thought I loved, who we will just call (laughs) M.A., and all my close friends know who it is. (laughs) I recall feeling like the world would end and would not continue because this person didn't love me. And it was so terrible and so wonderful and so... Everything you feel when you have that first initial heartbreak. And when I rediscovered this song again as a 36 year old going through a breakup, recent breakup, I just thought about how important these lyrics were to my young life. And maybe I don't know if it's in a positive or negative way and how they shaped the way that I view loss and also resilience. And I should mention the music video does show three different women all experiencing a breakup and then waking up the next day and discovering that the world does continue and it does go on and you do grow and you do find new love eventually. But also maybe you don't find new love, which is totally fine too, because at the ripe old age of 36, sometimes I do feel like a used up jaded asshole bitch, which is totally fine too. I'm learning to love myself. Shout out to Lizzo and shout out to Therapy (laughs) for teaching me that I don't always need to have the love of a man in my life to feel great about myself. I can also just love me. I can love hanging out with me, which I do constantly. I know how to make myself laugh. I know my own favorite foods. I know what I like in the bedroom. It's wonderful. But anyway, I'm getting off topic here. Back to the track. So I'm going to go ahead and shout out to the chorus of this track because I think it's just one of the best written pop country choruses of all time because I just think it gets directly to the point and directly to the sentiment and feeling and emotion of the song. Last night I prayed the Lord my soul to keep. Then I cried myself to sleep. So sure that life wouldn't go on without you. But oh, the sun is blinding me as it wakes me from the dark. I guess the world didn't stop. From My Broken Heart. The song was written by Keith Palmer and Liz Hangber. The song debuted at number 64 on the Billboard Hot Country Singles and Tracks chart, but quickly rose all the way up to the number one position on the chart in December 7th of 1991 where it held the number one position for two weeks. The album went on to sell 4 million copies in the US. And it became a number one album in Canada and a top three album in the U.S. on the country charts. It featured the singles For My Broken Heart, Is There Life Out There? Both went to number one. The Night the Lights went out in Georgia, which was a remake of a Bobby Russell track that was originally recorded by the comedian, wonderful comedian, Vicky Lawrence. The album also produced the track The Greatest Man I Never Knew, which was a top three single in the U.S. as well. Before I close out this inaugural episode of the Haima J podcast, I do want to send a shout out to Reba McIntyre, who was born in McAllister, Oklahoma, grew up a rodeo queen playing music with her two siblings. She was actually discovered singing the national anthem at a rodeo, and she was known for the ornamentation that she used in her vocal phrases and vocal lines, which was a bit atypical for country singers at the time. Reba did struggle just a little bit in the 70s earlier in her career, And things didn't really start to turn around for her until she left her original record label and switched over to MCA, I believe it was, and she produced her first album called My Kind of Country with full creative control. She went on to do some incredible things. She is a pioneer of the country music industry, and I really do appreciate all of her contributions to music. And let's not forget her acting career. Shout out Tremors. That does it for this inaugural episode of the Haima J podcast. Thank you so much for your time and attention. Keep it tuned here because I will be back soon where I will be discussing garden. Say it like that by SZA.